Thank you again for connecting with today's The Reframe Brain Podcast episode. This is Erica Savage, the founder and host, extending a personal invitation for you to join our community where you can receive my five best brain health tips and a playlist curated with you in mind. Please go to thereframedbrain.com. Thank you again and be well. Well, happy Monday. Thank you so much for joining The Reframe Brain, where we center brain health and unseen injuries. I am Erica Savage-Wilson, your founder and host. And thank you so much for joining. If you are viewing us by YouTube, we certainly appreciate your viewership. If you would subscribe, also like this episode and hit the notification bell so you can make sure that you are up to date on the next Reframe Brain episode. We do this every first and third Monday of every month. And if you're listening to us through your select podcast platform, so happy to have you listening. If you would, please leave us a review so that we can bring more people into our community. Now, we have been having guests here on the Reframe Brain podcast. These people range from healthcare executives to wellness and fitness experts to stress solution strategists. We had a um, nurse practitioner who had her doctorate in nursing that also suffered a traumatic brain injury 15 years early. So We've had some really, really encouraging conversations. And so we're just going to continue to add to that Reframe Brain audience. And we're going to do that right now. I'd like to introduce to you all the CEO of Genesis Fitness or Gen Fit, Beverly K. Johnson. I'm going to read her bio so we can learn a little bit more about her. And then we're going to get into today's episode. Beverly K. Johnson is a fitness trainer, speaker, life coach, and girlfriend of authority. Genesis Fitness is a community of women who recognize the need to reclaim their lives and are emotionally ready to do the work with Beverly K. Johnson, motivational coach, fitness trainer, and girlfriend of authority. At Gen Fit, they believe self-care takes priority over caring for others because it is caring for ourselves that we make the best caregivers. We believe that by helping women rediscover who they are after suffering a loss, she will be empowered to become her ideal self, physically, mentally, and emotionally. Having been a Zumba instructor for years, Beverly K. Johnson knew her influence included more than fitness training when a candid conversation with an exercise client revealed that women in caretaker roles often forget about themselves. She named her new motivational fitness business, Genesis Fitness, because it, it signified a rebirth for the often forgotten woman, the divorce, the divorcee, caretaker, empty nester, generally the woman that takes care of everyone else and does thinks of herself last. Gen Fit is a safe place where women can transform their mindset, body, and life in a caring and non-judgmental environment. Through candid conversations and fitness training, forgotten women are empowered to reclaim their identity and unveil the strength inside by working one-on-one with motivational life coach, Beverly K. Johnson, Reframe Brain audience. Let's welcome, please, Beverly K. Johnson. Welcome, Beverly. So great to have you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So glad to have you. So we're going to go ahead and get right into it. We've heard your bio, so if you could invite the Reframe Brain audience um, into your work, and this was in your bio that I read out, um, your work to guide women and for them to, quote, recognize the need to reclaim their lives 
mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically through your gen fit community? Well, for me, I will say, and I tell everyone that as far as fitness fitness goes, I was my first client. I was the prototype because during that time I was going through a divorce. I was entering into my forties and suddenly everything that I had a foundation in was taken. And I had to rediscover and in some ways discover who I was, what I was called to do and grow to be comfortable with that. Because when we grow up, we're told that, you know, you be, become this, become this, become this. But very rarely do we say, do what makes you happy. Mm. Find your purpose. Find that thing that makes you smile. Find that thing that makes, if your personality is quirky, lean into that and show up as who you are. Mm -hmm. And along the way, that is what I discovered that I had to find out who I really was and not the image that I wanted you all to see. I love that. That is such a great introduction. And I really appreciate it. You saying because um, not a lot of people that I know really grew up hearing do exactly as you laid out for us, the thing that makes you happy, the thing that makes you smile and to lean into those um, different parts of yourself that differenti differentiate you from um, all other humans that we are intelligent, divine, unique, created beings. So I love that um, you said that you were the first client, you were the prototype for what we now know is um, at Genesis Fitness. And so you and I had a conversation before the mm -hmm. podcast. And in that conversation, um, you talked about how people would joke around, particularly during the early um, part of the pandemic um, and just, yeah, early part of the pandemic um, around saying, well, you know, around their health, I'm going to die of something um, or we got to die from something. Um, and so through your own, you're a life coach. So through your own coaching cues, you were able to pick up actually what they were saying is that they were actually giving up their own power. Um, and that what they were doing is those human mechanisms of, that we all have of control, they were letting those go. If you can share with the Reframe Brain audience how the unseen, but yet the spoken manifest human action um, and how the body responds as a fitness expert um, from your own expert coaching and then from a wellness lens. Oh, absolutely. I will tell anyone that I don't know about other communities, but the Black community, we will find a joke in everything. No matter how dire the situation is, we will mm -hmm. make it a joke. Mm -hmm. And part of that is our coping mechanism. Because, you know, we've always grown up and said, you have to laugh to keep people crying. Mm -hmm. Because that's our coping mechanism. But there also comes a point where you have to cry. You have to figure out what that fear is that's really behind all the laughter. And at some point, you have to sit in that ugly and sit in that discomfort. And that is what a lot of it that we don't feel. Nobody likes to have to sit in their ugly spot, in the ugly space. Nobody likes to have to sit and figure out what is it that I'm trying not to acknowledge. And over the years, I've had clients where one particular client, we, was, we were working together. And I noticed around the same time every day. 
she would come up with a, an excuse or a fake injury, something to get out of it. And I remember asking her, I said, I notice every time something gets intense, you find a reason to stop. And I'm mm -hmm. going to ask you to consider where else does this show up in your life? That when you face adversity, you tap out. Mm -hmm. And at that moment, you could just see the light bulb coming up because there are certain spaces in our lives where when we're faced with challenges, we will, for, we will forego our own power. We will just say, well, you know what? This is just what life is going to give me. That's okay. And that is part of when you've been in a survival mode for so long, you can't fathom walking in your power. You can't and fathom taking control as best you can and control your narrative. So when I have people that I see on social media go, well, you know, it doesn't matter what I eat, doesn't matter what I do, because I'm gonna die either way. Yes, we are going to make our heavenly transition. That is not, but that's, that's a fact. But along the way, you owe it to yourself and those that are depending on you to be as emotionally, spiritually, uh, physically and financially sound as possible because your decisions impact other people and your decisions will become, I can't remember who I was listening to. I think it was Dr. Darius Daniels. And he said, if you're not careful, your floor will become somebody else's ceiling. Mm. So I have to be careful and we all have to be careful in our space of wellness and not creating a ceiling for somebody else. Because when you fail, when we choose not to take control of what we can do, we're showing someone else, this is as far as your life is going to go. And this is the best it's going to become. And so without knowing, we will create a ceiling for somebody else. And I see it all the time in wellness where it's just like, well, it doesn't really matter because a lot of times with wellness, we're waiting on something to become so extreme before we decide to take control of what's going on there. It has to be a situation that's dire for you to recognize, I really need to do this. Yeah, wow. That is something definitely to sit with. There was so much said in that. Um, and I love the um, floor and the ceiling analogy because that really kind of crystallizes what coping mechanisms, as you talked about, going too far into leaning into that being in um, uh, having some level of fight or flight all the time and just believing that this is your determined end to some um, extent without saying that um, is is very is detrimental and when you talked about um, and I'm paraphrasing for us to be have some level of wellness because we don't really know who's waiting on us mm -hmm. um, what is it that you know we sit and um, look at other people and see how they move forward in life and we are a we are an answer as well um so uh, i'm really grateful that you shared that um and i hope that people really sit with what you shared um and allow what you said particularly around not allowing something within our body within our emotion within our finances spiritually to become so overwhelming 
that um, then there's a response that's required that we can do preventative things. There are things that we can do preventatively mm -hmm. um, and you offer that and, and we'll talk about that. Uh, we close out. If you have not been to beverlykjohnson.com, do go to beverlykjohnson.com. Um, she's going to talk about the um, her, her page herself uh, as we get to the close of the podcast. But if you do have your phone, your laptop up, um, go to beverlykjohnson.com. She tells you about who she is. She has a blog, has some good vegan recipes on there for those that like vegan cinnamon rolls, but then also to work with her one-on-one, -on -one, she has a silver, gold, and platinum plan. So again, we'll get into that at the end. Um, one of the things I want to move into before we get to that end is that you talked about you were your own first client, that you were the prototype, mm -hmm. and you shared with me that you were actually an accidental entrepreneur. Um, yes. What was your trajectory, Beverly, um, into the impactful work that you currently do um, and engage and how did it dramatically shift your life? As weird as it sounds, I didn't have a trajectory. I did exactly what my parents and my grandparents told me to do. I went and got a good job with the benefits to sit in my cube and I, I fulfilled that. And it started out as a hobby where I always say I am an accidental entrepreneur because this really started out as a hobby where I would go teach my classes and I would go home. It never really occurred to me in the early days that I was actually an entrepreneur because when we're in the health and wellness space, people don't really put entrepreneurship in this space on the same level as other businesses. Where if I said that I ran a, a certain type of business, it comes with a certain level. But when you say health and wellness, it's not held on the same. You don't, we rarely receive the same accolades. And so when I started over the years of teaching, I would have people that really would ask me questions. And you, one day I knew I was in a safe space when one of my students came and she lifted up her shirt and said, what can you do about this? And I was like, hey, this is really awkward. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, I really, mm, this is weird. This was a new thing for me. But it showed me that she trusted me. And part of what being in this space requires is that I have to be intellectually curious about a lot of stuff. And mm. I didn't want to just Google information, say, hey, go, go do this. I want to know the mechanics and everything else behind it. So I went and got all my certifications and everything else. And I saw it growing because I think, as I mentioned earlier, about a decade ago, I had one prayer. I said, Lord, use me to help women. I, I didn't say what field, and I probably should have narrowed it down. I didn't think this was going to be the field. Right. Never thought about this being the field. And it was like, okay, Lord, I should ask for more specificity when I say, use me. <laughs> because I didn't think, I honestly didn't. I didn't think this was going to be the vehicle. And the way my journey was set up is that I had a life crisis. At work, we call it a significant emotion. And that brought me awareness that I didn't know that as I was healing and recovering, other women were watching. And so as they saw me get my strength, women were starting to ask, I want to get what you have because I saw you at your lowest. 
fight your way back and glow again. And in that space, it was like, okay, Lord, I get it. It, it makes sense. So for me, Genesis Fitness was not even the name of the business I had. I had 10 names listed and this was not one of them. Every name I went out to buy on the domain for my domain name was gone. No name. I was like, how do I have 15 names and not one of them is available? And I was sitting at my desk, I think in this room saying, okay, so what am I supposed to be? Because I, you know, I was like, okay, everybody else has these hard names. What am I supposed to be? And in that quiet space, God was showing me, well, what did you have? I said, I had a new beginning. Come on. I had a new beginning. And so it has been my goal on this journey where you get me, the raw, unadulterated healing version, because I'm still healing in some aspects. But I have been able to use the tools that God has given me to impart into another woman. So there are some days I've had clients uh, come over and they cried the whole session because they need the purge. And so when I say it's a safe space, it really is a safe space where I've had women that have little people and they're like, can you just give me 20 minutes to just sit here by myself? And I will leave and go do something else in the house and say, well, when you're ready, just text me and I'll come back. Because we don't realize the emotional weight of just living can carry on us. And sometimes you just need a space for 45 minutes to go. It is well. So I am so grateful that the conduit has been of my ministry has been exercised. But it has allowed me to be a, a space for a woman to just say, you know what, I don't really like where I am, but this is all I know. So can you help me get to what I, I want to be? Wow. Y'all, let me tell you, in our pre-call interview, literally, I when I got off that call with Beverly, and I'll, I'm going to share this with Beverly as well, I wept. It was just such healing being, and this is via Zoom, mm -hmm. such healing um, being in your presence. And so I can only imagine with the women who come to you for one-on-one -on -one or in a class forum, what they are experiencing. So for all of the um, very um, um, real and um, traumatic crises that you have experienced, we're so grateful that you are here with us. We're so grateful that little Beverly was healed and that you're still going through your healing process as any of us should be um, as a human growing and evolving, but so grateful that you had um, an abundance of women that believed praying over you, your mother, your aunt, um, and that you um, trusted um, and you held fast to your faith. So thank you for everything that you mean, not only to Genesis community, not only to women, but to the space that you occupy and take up. And if you go to beverlykjohnson.com, you will see Sis absolutely occupies her space with much confidence. And uh, it is no wonder that women say, I want exactly what you have. So Beverly, if you could let us know um, um, uh, how people can connect with your work, 
um, any upcoming events that you have and your social media handles um, where people can continue to remain engaged with you. Oh, thank you. Absolutely. Um, as Erica mentioned, my page, BeverlyKJohnson.com. Please put the K in it because otherwise you're going to go to the supermodel. And I know she's tired of y'all confusing us. I'm, I know she's <laughs> sick of y'all confusing us. So please. <laughs> she's like, you want the other one. So please be sure to put Beverly K. Johnson because otherwise you're going to be harassing the supermodel. Um, if you are on Facebook, please connect with my business page, Genesis Fitness. Genesis spelled with a Y and not an I. Um, if you're on Instagram, Bev K. Johnson. Um, more than anything right now, I'm in the process of rebranding. And so there are certain things working on the back end. So right now I'm kind of holding off on any new announcements because all the new stuff I'm working on is going to be will come under the new umbrella. And so I, I, this is the official notification that Genesis Fitness is going away. Wow. And so something else, now I'm not stop working. Genesis Fitness is yeah. going away. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be replaced with prolific impact coaching. I love that. You heard it here first. So that gives me a podcast. space because <laughs> over the years, I realized that fitness is, is box 10 in your, in your, in your program. And there are some other steps that were missing for sustainable changes. And so I, I came up with how, what am I doing? I want to make an impact. Okay. How it's prolific. It's big, it's profound. And so again, in this room, having quiet time. So prolific impact coaching is, is coming. So I'm, I'm slowly not really doing a lot of advertising under Genesis Fitness. And a lot of people have noticed that I haven't put out a lot under that because I'm in, I'm in the transition phase. And so I'm so excited about what that's going to be. I'm working on a book. I'm trying to get all the things that I have been called to do. I'm slowly trying to hurt. I'm, I'm slowly releasing it. Wow. Well, you heard it here first. Prolific life coaching. You heard it here first. Did I say that correctly, Beverly? Prolific impact. Prolific impact life coaching. So you heard it here first. Um, so I'm, I'm so excited for you, the upcoming book, all of the things that you are yet unfolding to us. Um, so for the people, so for everyone here that's listening, um, please, you can still go to her site, get what you can get from Genesis Fitness while it is still here with us for um it is um, moved um, on to the prolific impact life coaching, but do stay connected with Beverly. Mm -hmm. Beverly K. Johnson, thank you so much for your time, for your energy, for your presence here. Um, and I wish you well. Thank you so much for joining the Reframe thank Bring you for Podcast. Having me. Absolutely. And for all of our listeners, you know, we could not do this without you. Thank you for joining. Um, please do like, share leave a review and do comment. You can see we're very active in the comments. We will respond. And just remember everyone, we do this work. We do this journey, one beautiful breath at a time. See you next time. Bye. 
Thank you again for connecting with today's The Reframe Brain Podcast episode. This is Erica Savage, the founder and host, extending a personal invitation for you to join our community where you can receive my five best brain health tips and a playlist curated with you in mind. Please go to thereframedbrain.com. Thank you again and be well.